0: This episode of Stock Doc is sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, a leading Australian corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Focused on your vision, Barclay Pierce specializes in making it a successful reality. The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decision. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Stock Doc. I'm your host, Dr. Nigel Finch, and today I'm speaking with Joe DeMars. Now, he's Managing Director of Web Central Group and Managing Director of 5GN. Now, both of these companies are listed on the ASX, operating uh, in businesses related to uh, digital growth for small and medium sized businesses. Joe, thanks very much for joining us and welcome to the program. Thanks, Nigel. Now, this is a little confusing because I'm actually talking to you about not one, but two ASX listed companies who are sort of joined at the hip. Um, so, to start off, can you give listeners a very quick snapshot of Web Central? Um, perhaps just a few things like the headcount. Um, the revenue, the market cap, that sort of thing, and then also a quick snapshot of 5gN, same sort of thing like the size of the business, market cap, and the like. Just a quick snapshot to start with.
1: Yeah, sure. So Web Central's circular 150 staff, um, Melbourne, Sydney Brisbane offices uh, predominantly sells domain email, web web design, web hosting, and some digital marketing. Uh, market caps 80 mil, uh, turnover is about um, fifty five 60 mil. Mm-hmm. We'll do, you know, annualized run rate currently is seven to 10 million EBITDA. Um, 5Gen is 200 staff, um, operates in the, uh, owns, owns and operates infrastructure. So we've got a quite a large fiber network we're building out across all capital cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, we own data, four data centers um, across Australia. Uh, we own our own cloud infrastructure. So we compete against AWS with private cloud. And we have a large field team of about 80 odd techs who go out and do uh, IT support for our, our customer base. 5GN has about 2,500 customers. Mm. Web Central's customer base is all that lower end SME, think sort of plumbers and painters, and they've got about 330,000 customers. Mm. So different market segments, uh, but all in that same sort of
0: technology space. And look, some bu- some beautiful synergies between the two businesses as well. Um look there's a lot to talk about here um including the the takeover um and we'll talk about those things shortly but for the benefit of those who don't know web central can you tell us briefly ab- about its um target market and the services and business lines that it's currently providing you were saying plumbers and painters but but what does that mean yeah
1: so so people would know uh, the brands Melbourne IT, one of the first domain registries or the first domain registry set up in Australia. It was by one of the uh, universities and then that listed on the ASX. It did a number of acquisitions, bought a large domain registry business called Net Registry, and then there's been a number of other uh, acquisitions. It then changed into what was called the ARC Group. Then that business was sold off and we bought the I guess the SMB part of the business, which was um, Web Central. So there's a number of number of brands in there that people would recognise, um, and it's been around for a really long time. We manage about five hundred thousand domains, but it's really uh, for businesses who want to build a website and and may not be, you know, they're not going to turn into a Seek or um, you know a Spotify or, or something like that. But you know, you're a plumber, um, you might be down in Colac, and you want to get a bit more business than you're getting from just word of mouth so you get a domain you, you launch your website and you start promoting with a little bit of digital marketing and then all of a sudden some you know organic leads come in and you start to grow your your business a little bit that way so he's still getting the word of the mouth of you know his mates around the area so but he's, he's now starting to get some um, you know if people type in Google then he might turn up you know number one or number two or he might do some paid advertising so he gets to promote his, his, his small business. You know, you're normally sort of talking, you know, might be a single operator or might be, you know, 10 or 20 size, 20, 20 people sort of business. Uh, whereas 5GN's mid, that mid market corporate's government and enterprise. So the real exciting thing for us is if, if 5GN wants to launch a, a new product, so you might have used Microsoft Teams, uh, we can sell it to our 5GN's 2,500 customer base. But if I can put it on Web Central's portal, they do eighty percent of their orders or their sales are done through their portal, so it's very low touch, credit card payment, and it's you know automatic provisioned. Uh, if I can sell that product and push that product through the the Web Central portal, all of a sudden now I'm reaching out to three hundred thirty thousand customers. Um, you know who, so you you know your hit rate or or your growth is is significant. So what excited about excited us about Web Central was they're in a market we weren't in, they had a huge customer base. And they're also a very large enterprise customer to us. So they'll spend somewhere between probably nine and seven to nine million um, you know, buying services from us that they might have bought from some other telcos or they might have bought from um AWS or they might have had staff doing a role which wasn't core so we can, you know, move move that function on. And five G N will provide that type of service.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah, Yeah, look, I I mean, to me, it just looks like there's great potential to cross sell five G N services into um, into Web Central. the The share price performance of Web Central has been strong since the announcement of the takeover. It's jumped from about ten cents to fifty. I mean, it was at sixty cents at one point. Can you tell us a little about the acquisition? by 5G networks, uh, sort of how it came about and how 5G network shareholders have benefited.
1: Yeah, sure. So look, we we started doing due diligence on um, on Web Central probably 16 months ago. We were invited into the the data room. Um, We didn't know at the time, but obviously web.com are the guys who own uh, crazy domain and are backed by private equity out of the US. we're also in the data room looking at the business, so we spent a fair bit of time looking at the business, working out how we could do do the transaction. To actually buy the company was, um, you know, it was quite cheap. It was sort of valued fifteen to twenty million, but it was um, it had a a, a debt uh, through the a couple of large major banks, and they really wanted their money back. So we had to we had to cover off the debt component at first before we could even get a look at, um, you know getting the board interested in the acquisition. So that debt was about 47 million dollars. So we raised that we raised that money on market and um used some of our existing cash flow. And as a part of the transaction we did we paid out the debt and then we did a script conversion um 12 shares of Web Central for every one 5GN share. And we ended up with um with 54%. Uh, we knew we were never going to get to 100 percent There was a few other parties who wanted the asset as well. Uh, and it was a competitive stake, and that's that's why sort of Web. dot com missed out, is because they needed to get to seventy five percent of the the vote, and there was a couple of parties like us and, and some others who were blocking that from from happening, because um, you know people could see the value in the asset. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's been around for twenty years. It's um it's a very got a very loyal customer base. Uh, it's, it's very sticky services. Um, and um, you know, we, we it was exactly what we wanted. You know, we've done ten other acquisitions in the past, every one of those other ones we've we've got to hundred percent. So this is a little bit unique to us. Um, you know, we we want to um we're just sort of working through different ways that we could get back the debt that um the Web Central owes five gn one million. I think I don't think that's been really recognized or understood in the market. Um mm. if we get that cash back then five G N can continue on its way of of doing acquisitions and growing through that acquisition. So,
0: you know, it, it is a very interesting structure. So you've got 5GN owning, what is it, 44%? 45, of? yeah. 45. Yeah, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Um, so, look, really, for investors of uh, 5GN, there's almost like two share prices to watch, isn't there?
1: Yeah, it's a little bit like that. I mean, you know, I guess the uh, one of the things, so, you know, just to give you some quick maths, 5 gns is 140 mil. Mm. we're owed 40 million from web central and our investment in web central is worth about 35 so really the underlying valuation of 5 GN is 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 really low well I've never seen it this low before so if you you know if you discount out or take out those those assets um and that's probably the bit that's understood so you know it's um you know it's fine it's probably a little bit uh bruising for the ego but um you know we're not 5 GN. Once it gets some cash back from Web Central, you know it's not going back to the market uh, in the near future. So it's just um, one of those things we need to probably explain the story better to to the market or or try and make our 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 structure less complex. Maybe that's scaring the market as
0: well. Yeah, certainly that's the same kind of arithmetic approach that I took in terms of looking at 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 five GN, and just you know my conclusion also was that it's uh, it, it. it's certainly undervalued given the value of um, the the debt and um, and also Web Central, but look the, these acquisitions are tough, and you know you've got really good track record in this. In in this most recent acquisition, the um, Web Central acquisition, that is, there's um, applications the takeover panel during the period, and I can see that takeover's panel have made a definitive decision last month. Can you just tell us very briefly about that process? I guess it's not a process that every company goes through.
1: Yeah, I, I think it. Um, you know, certainly the parties involved wanted the asset, um, mm. and you know there was probably some, some agitation that went on. You know, some of the look, you know, some of the questions they asked were, you know, were, were fair enough. Uh, but we sort of did everything, um, you know, by the book, and um, you know, obviously the, the takeover panel's got to run its process and it's. You know, a little bit like a court structure um, certainly costs you uh, just as much as going to court, if not a bit mm. more. So that's probably a little bit damaging for for both Five G N and Web Central shareholders. Would rather invest that money in in other areas. But um, you know, we went back, I think, three times um, on different different topics and different items. But look, you know, normally what would what would happen in this situation is Five G N would would put a bid in and then. You know they try and drive the Web Central price down. The the yeah. opposite happened. The yeah. Web Central price went from 14 cents to you know mm. nearly 60 cents, as you said. So mm. it was kind of you know some of the logic behind um, what was happening kind of didn't didn't make sense. You know we're certainly from a um, you know uh, an executive team, a board. We've got a vested interest in both five G and Web Central to be successful. Five uh, G want Web Central to be successful. There's a considerable amount of debt there that yep. um, certainly we want to get back so you know we've got invested in interest to make both companies be successful. you know web central you know it's a great business there was there's probably a, a um, you know just just the, the, the strategy or the, um, the focus wasn't there. We've gone back to the traditional core business of you know domains email web hosting yep. we're investing back into the console that that drives a lot of the online sales uh, we're simplifying the brand. Simplifying the structure, of the business, and how it operates. This is sort of operating as four different sort different entities. So we're simplifying that and um, just getting giving you know people some real direction, but investing back into uh, into the core tech uh, of this business. And you know there's some exciting things coming up for um, you know for Web Central Outers about to the governing body is about to launch .au so. You know, if you've got Joe.com.au, you can now get Joe.au mm-hmm. um, and, and they can only buy that from uh, from the existing registrar. So that's an exciting, you know, we expect sort of twenty or thirty percent growth in that sector. But, you know, and we're fixing up the support for Web Central wasn't the best. We're bringing that on shore, we're making it easier for our clients mm. to, you know, communicate with us and, and use our um, use our services. And we're doing that by redeveloping the code. Um, and, and, and improving support. So lots of upside for, for Web Central. And as I said, for 5GN, it's just a large enterprise customer and we'll keep acquiring, um, you know, businesses that fill up our infrastructure. We've got a lot of excess capacity, um, I guess, which is sort of, um, you know, it's potential EBITDA, right? So, um, as we fill it up, it grows our EBITDA. So that's our focus.
0: Yeah. Well, look, I want, to, I want to sort of better understand the alignment of the synergies between um, 5G and Web Central. And one of the things that I understand is that you've taken a salary package with, um, uh, with Web Central. And it would be one that I'd have a little bit of difficulty explaining <laughs> to the good Mrs. Finch. Can you, can you tell us about your uh, remuneration arrangement in, um, in Web Central and really how that's linked to shareholder value?
1: Yeah, look, there's a, there's a couple of others who have done this in the past. So I'll give you an example. Uh, data who sells, who's a distributor for a lot of tech companies. They only pay the only money they receive is, is dividends. So I kind of took a leaf out of their book where you align yourself with shareholders, right? If shareholders yeah. are making money, um, then then I should be rewarded. Um, you know, I'm a large shareholder in both companies. Um, you know, modest salary with 5Gn. I'm not taking a salary with um, with Web Central, but I've got you know a significant options package there. So if I achieve targets, um, then I'm really incentivized. And, and you know, incentivised a lot more than, than you'd probably ever get paid if I'm successful. But, you know, I've, I guess I'll put my money where my, my mouth is and said, I'm going to achieve these targets. If I get there, it's going to benefit all shareholders um, and, you know, the the shareholders voted in favour of that. So, okay. you know, I kind of like that strategy. Um, it means that, you know, you really align with your, sh- with your shareholders and improving the profitability, improving the, the you know the grow, growth of the business. But certainly, there's there's other you know they're, they're interesting. It'd be, that'd be an interesting uh, to get a list of some of those companies. But certainly, Dicker Data do it.
0: Well, Joe, I, I reckon it'd be a pretty short list. I think it'd be a very short list. And and um, I want to congratulate you on 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 that. Thank um, you. It really does show uh, you know a commitment to get these two businesses you know humming and, and working together in the way that they could. Um, you've said that um, I, I still want to sort of stay with um, with web central just because it's the sort of newbie at the moment but um, you've said that the company expects to be generating EBITDA of between seven and eight million from 2021 and it'll be cash flow positive. What steps needed to be undertaken to give you the confidence to make a forecast like that?
1: Oh, look, we did, Yeah, you know, like I said, we, you know, we did a, a hell of a lot of due diligence on this business to get comfort, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, handing over handing over $47 million of, of our cash to pay out of a debt, pay out the debt of another company, um, you know, you don't make that decision lightly and it's shareholders' money, right? So mm-hmm. I guess I treated it like mine um, and, um, you know, that was a nervous decision. So I wanted to make sure I'd certainly done my homework uh, we we knew the potential of the of the business. Um, there was some broken bits in it, but you know the customers were really loyal, and um, you know we we understood uh, what was needed to to fix it up and get it a bit more focused back on its core. Um, and you know there's there were some simple things. We you know we've 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 pretty much handed back a lease in Sydney that was costing us four million dollars a year. We don't need to be you know in George Street as a no. as an online business. We don't need to be paying that sort of rent. So you know there were some simple things that were. You know, there was a, um, you know, outsourced, you know, a lot of outsourcing going on in the business. So we just simplified the structure and um, and got rid of some of those those external costs. Certainly yeah. there was parts of the business that weren't, um, you know, as profitable as others. Certainly the digital part of the business has, um, the digital part of the business has, you know, um, I guess, suffered with COVID, um, whereas the domain part of the business actually saw growth in, in domain registrations during that that COVID yeah. period. So, you know, we've cut back some costs and tried to make some of those other entities um, more profitable. Uh, and that's sort of been what's the, the turnaround has been.
0: Yeah. Well, look, congratulations on that. I mean, you you, you know, you, you're almost trivialising it in the way you're talking about it, but I understand that that would have been a lot of work and a lot of people rolling up their sleeves in your team to achieve that sort of stuff. Um, on the COVID-19, you, you've, you've touched on that, but I'm curious to see what was the impact with 5GN um with COVID 19.
1: yeah look it was it was a bit mixed um you know i think uh we we initially saw a bit of growth in in some hardware and some um you know access to servers then we went then we kind of saw some of our larger clients reassess some of the costs and 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 tighten their belts around some of the services they're buying um but probably the biggest impact was the the you know this lack of decision making because people were waiting to to see what was going on, so it's almost like we've had a pause of decision making for for six months. It's certainly yeah. picking up again now. Um, in our last half yearly, we had strong hardware sales, which is always kind of a leader of if they buy hardware, then they buy other cloud and network type services. So you know that's that's turning around. So look, you know, we had a I guess a uh, a steady steady period over COVID. Certainly, there was you know it was, it's very distressing. You go down to the poor bloody coffee shop guy or you know, go and get a sandwich in the city, and there's no one around. Um, you know, so there's people who did a lot worse than us, so we're very lucky and mm. thankful. But um, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. I think. Um, you know, I, I think. It, you know, we're seeing in the market that uh, it's certainly starting to pick up and and take off, which is which is great, and it's great to see people back in the city.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, looking at some of the macroeconomic factors, um, what 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 do you think uh some of the metrics that that you might watch to understand impacts on your businesses. I mean, things like you know business investment, business confidence. What are what are what are some of the things that give you and your team some guidance around how the market's tracking?
1: Oh, look, you know we're an extremely lucky sector where technology is changing all the time. So, you know, whatever it was you were using two years ago has changed, and you need to move on. So. an example two years ago we'd all have a desk phone and we were buying landlines from from um from telstra you know today i've got a bluetooth headset and i do all my voice and and my handsets in my laptop using microsoft teams Mm. so you know technology for us is it's always changing uh we've got to stay abreast of that so you know that that is always going to give you some 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 growth uh but it's also challenging and 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 does push you i mean look you know, it's the basic economics for us though. It's, you know, unemployment rates, interest rates, um, you know, bit, bit bit worried how much money the government spent and continues to spend on I guess infrastructure and and um, you know, and the handouts. Um, you know, it's hard to get staff, can I say? Mm. It's um you know, you put ads in and, you know, you don't get a lot of people applying for, for jobs. So, you know, to a certain degree when things like JobKeeper are over, then um you know, that, that may, may, may help the employment market. And, um, yeah, but that's, you know, we're, we're in a very lucky country here in Australia.
0: Mm. Can you tell me a little bit about the competition intensity in this sector that you're in, in both Web Central and 5GN, and, and how you go about competing? Is it just on price, or is it on service, or is it a product quality thing? How, how do you position the company
1: yeah, look, you know, the, um, certainly the Web Central business, it is, um, a bit of price, it's brand, mm-hmm. uh, and it's customer service. So we're not the best at customer service. Uh, we've probably had flat or a de- little bit of declining growth over the last two years in, in three years in Web Central. So we're fixing up that support part. I think that's people want support. People want a product that works and they, it needs to be, you know, it needs to be easy. And, and, um, you know, if I want to do it at 11 o'clock or, Three o'clock in the morning, I can. You know, I don't want to call anyone up and wait online and and all that sort of stuff. So we're really about driving that customer experience uh, within the five GM business. We're really now moving more towards this infrastructure play. So as I said, we've got data centers, but our own cloud environments. We're rolling out fiber across all capital cities. We're connecting up about eighty odd data centers uh, across Australia. So we we'll see that as a real growth. So when you own infrastructure. Um, gives you a real competitive advantage You're not just reselling someone else's and being a bit of a, a me too. We've got real infrastructure, we can bundle products together. You know, we can discount in different local parts to, uh, to win business and we can start wholesaling those services. So mm. we then become a provider to other managed service providers or IT guys or, or you know, gamers or whatever. So, yeah. you know, with the last couple of acquisitions we've done, we've really expanded um, overseas into LA and Singapore and Tokyo with our network um, the acquisition we did yesterday of integrated which is a, um, a dedicated server business uh, is huge in the gaming space so a gamer in europe who wants to come to australia or needs to build up capacity here because you know, COVID's kicked in and gaming's gone crazy okay. they can rent some servers off us and put whatever applications or software they like on that so you know we have our private cloud we've now got our dedicated servers we only operate the data centers so you know it's very um, incremental cost to provide, you know, to provision more, more services and incremental margins like 80 to 90 points so, mm. uh, of EBITDA. So, you know, that's that's the situation we're now. We need to automate how people buy from us and make that easy. And then, you know, we're excited over the next sort of 18 months, two years, once um, yeah. like some of that infrastructure is in the ground and, um, you know, people sort of start buying services from
0: us. Yeah, well, Joe, just just sort of, I guess, finally, what's your vision for the companies uh, over the next few years?
1: Um, look, you know, I think it's it's really about automation and ease of service. If you're not automating your business and you're not, um, and it's not easy for people to buy from, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, uh, you're really going to struggle. So, you know, it's um, we're doing a lot of um, DevOps. It's certainly an area where Web Central is experts at and we're going to use them in 5g to help us with some of our automation and you know we'll have web central will take over the network and the carrier stuff and and take over some of the cloud management from from them so you know it's getting people focused on what the what the core competencies are um and then we can really you know start seeing some some growth we fix that up and um and
0: you know and the rest will uh
1: growth will just um, be delivered
0: well, I wish you um, every success. Joe, you're a very busy man and uh, it, it's it's good to see you sort of getting out there and taking the time today to, to uh to talk about the business.
1: No worries. thanks for your interest, Nigel.
0: Well thank you to my guest, Joe Damas, his managing director at Web Central and at 5GN for joining us for this edition of Stock Doc. And you can stay in touch with us through our StockEd website, and if you haven't already done so, remember to subscribe to our twice-daily newsletter for ASX market coverage, company profiles, and industry insight. This episode of the StockDoc podcast was sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, Australia's leading corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Barclay Pierce Capital provides specialised corporate advisory and equities trading services, to privately owned businesses, small to medium sized public and ASX listed companies.